0: nine The Hawk presents another Bob and Brian podcast.
1: This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theatres. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theatres means by getting tickets to a hot new release at Theaters.com. Now, the Gary Graff music theme. As we stand by. Could I be sued for that? Stand by. Paul Harvey used to use that, right? Stand what? by for... News.
0: Oh, standby for news. Yeah, stand I don't by. think you can really.
1: stand by for music news. The reason we're having difficulty contacting Gary this morning. You just talked to him. That was on his cell phone. You know, these things happen in broadcasting. And when they do, I usually lose my mind. You know, I don't, I don't handle, you know, uh-huh. these things very well. That's why I wasn't an airline pilot. That's why. <laughs> well, several other reasons too. All right. It. Here we go. Good Morning, Gary. Gary. How, good how, morning. Are hey, good morning. how are you? Hey, how are you? There hey, you are. Good. 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 We're fine. How are things in Michigan today? They are, you know, they're nice. Any plan, any fireworks plans for the weekend? It is the fourth of July. It is, yeah. We're probably we're, we're gonna check some out. I mean at least at least one show out. Okay, but you're not, you, do, you, do you typically buy fireworks and, uh, you No, know? no, 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 no. No, I, I, oh, okay, I let, okay. like the one, I let other people do it. You blow your fingers off, right? That's there, what your mom well, said? It's, you know, it's, it's,
2: more, it's more a work thing. Like I say, like, like the one, uh, I'll let other people do it.
1: Where did your parents stand on fireworks when you were a kid?
2: It wasn't an issue. I'm old enough, it wasn't an issue. You know, I mean, it's like he didn't do that, at least where I was from.
0: We just had sparklers. Yeah,
2: the na- no, the neighbors didn't do the uh, the
0: whole fireworks thing. There so was just... there some going off in the neighborhood, yeah, and then yeah, there's we, like oh, we... local celebrations I can see all around. Sure, no, it's all it's always
2: crazy when I come back because there's always concerts on the weekend. When I'm driving back, I drive I drive past
1: hundreds of fireworks. All right, I want I, I want to start off with this this morning because I heard earlier this week that Tommy Lee had what broke ribs carrying luggage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the story they were going with. Uh, um yeah. Uh and that he may not be on the tour
2: without well, no, he's, So this is uh this is this is what what happened is you know they they start the tour the stadium tour which of course is coming to Miller Park on July 17th. Yeah.
0: Ampam Field.
2: Yep. And they uh and they so they they go on Tommy Lee plays the first four songs and then you know goes up to the mic and like dudes and explains how, you know, 14 days before he had broken not one, not two, not three, but four, count them, four ribs. And so he brought on Tommy Clufettos, uh, to play drums for the rest of the show. And then Tommy Lee came back to play piano on, uh, on Home Sweet Home. And, you know, he did the same thing for the next couple of nights. Um, at one, in fact, at the second show, he actually threw barbecue ribs into the audience to to make fun of what was going on. mm mm-hmm. um, but And then his wife posted that, so, you know, here's what happened, that they were staying at a rental house in Nashville during rehearsals, and, you know, there was a stone staircase leading from the house to the street, and when it was time to leave, their driver came but didn't help them with the luggage. So Tommy had to carry all the luggage, and he slipped and fell down the stairs and broke his ribs. Youch! Oh, four, so four of the good, them, no less. The good news for fans, though, is as of... Uh, Tuesday of this week, he played a full show. He, you know, he was back. He was back to playing a full show. So whether that's going to last or not, you know, he may have he may have come off stage and said, "Well, that seemed like a good idea at the time."
1: Well, how do you feel the next day too? A lot of well, times, it's it. like, "Well, now we'll go to bed, get up, and that's see it. how you feel."
2: But as far as I know, he's going to be uh, he's going to be doing it, and you know, Tommy Lee will be at the drum kit full time, except when he's playing piano uh, during the Motley Crew. Tour. Meanwhile, uh, Brett, the the other health issue on the tour was Brett Michaels of, po- of Poison. He was hospitalized yesterday um, for par- apparently uh, what were the complications from medication. Is what they're saying. All right. And uh, you know they don't know if he'll be back for the next show or not. Def Leppard's uh, on
1: this tour, right? I mean, it's Def, Def, Def Leppard. Le- yeah. Yes. Everyone, in the, everyone okay in Def Leppard? So far, okay, um, and they're right. looking
2: pretty too because Def Leopard is apparently uh, they they've just launched a new line of beauty supplies,
0: <laughs> like so,
2: you know, like the, you know, like mascara, rouge, lipstick, you know, all packaged in Def Leopard. Well,
0: for anyone who wants to use them, I assume
2: exactly, okay, exactly. And there was a cute Def related Def Leopard story. This uh, coffee shop on near Kalamazoo here in Michigan, a Big B Coffee. Apparently, they they have a new new latte that they're trying to promote, so they contacted Def Leppard's um, booking agents and asked if the band could come and perform Pour Some Sugar on Me to help promote the their their new brown sugar latte. The management or the booking agent to their to their credit sent a note saying, you know, thank you for your inquiry. We regret to inform you that Def Leopard's not available. They did they did say that your offer of unlimited bagels and lattes is generous, but that appearance fees start at five hundred thousand dollars.
1: But those guys well. those guys are cool enough where if they weren't busy and they were nearby or the buses passed by, they would have swung by.
2: They would probably have gone by and done something, maybe brought the acoustic guitar and played for played some sugar on me. Right,
0: Phil and Joe... Could have stopped yeah. by, and, right? And the agent responded, "If the band well, guys was cute. responded, it was a cute,
2: yeah, it was a cute response." You know, the whole thing, the whole thing was done very nicely.
1: Right. So they <laughs> had a. So Def Leppard had a nice week. They had their cosmetic line come out, and right. they they uh, humorously declined to stop at a Kalamazoo coffee shop. Yep. Kiss, on the other hand, kiss,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh kiss. So you know, you'll remember that earlier this month they were they were caught they were caught lip syncing. Um, you know, at, a sh- at one of their shows in Europe, you know, due to a technical glitch. Well, now they had another glitch. So at the end of their shows on the European tour, at the-, at the end of the night, they, they say good night by superimposing the KISS logo over the flag of the country they were playing in. So they were yeah, playing in Austria. However, the flag was the Australian flag
0: yeah, that showed up yeah, on the screen. Yeah. Well, you know, Austria... That was part of the British Empire, right? With that Union Jack up there, you're gonna, everybody knows that. Go, Could
1: have happened to anybody, sort of thing. Oh, yeah, you know, probably. Yeah, probably one. not. With, um, a, somebody, lo- with
0: somebody... a kiss, loves you, Vienna, on yeah, right underneath yeah. there. Hey, yeah, uh, Gary, I,
1: re- I remember going to see Johnny Cougar open up for Molly Hatchet at the arena here in Milwaukee when I was like 18 years old, and he mistakenly, right off the back of his guitar. Hey, Minneapolis, uh-huh. to Milwaukee, and bottles and cans oh, and yeah. everything else flew at the stage, you know, and, yep. and he was right up on the edge, because the Outlaws and Molly Hatchet were coming on after him, and they were all set up, so he was yep, right so up front. Was jammed, jammed yeah, he jammed
2: to the front. Yeah. Yeah, I was at a show once here where uh, Bruce Springsteen, you know, comes tromping on stage, hello, hello Cleveland!
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I know all of the venues look alike night after night, but you got to get yeah. that right. And if, I know, you, if know, you can't when, even get the country right. Yeah, the flag. Um, I know I, I saw an
2: Aerosmith used to go out, and they had positioned in several parts of the stage the name of the city taped onto the end of ramps, the edge of the stage, just so T- Steven Tyler wouldn't say the wrong thing. Uh, there is a little more KISS news, by the way. The KISS World Museum. Has opened up in Las Vegas, right next door to the Kiss by Monster mini golf course. Uh, this is actually pretty cool, though. 15,000 square feet. Um, it's part of the Masquerade Village of the Rio Hotel and Casino, and three tractor trailer full of stuff from Gene Simmons' personal collection. So Shannon, Shannon Hoon is very happy now. She, you know, she got her wish. You know, Gene, can't you clear some of this crap out? Well. Three tractor trailers worth are now somebody's problem in Las Vegas.
1: And just for fun, I want to bring this up. And KISS added one hundred more 100 possibilities is, of, of dev- getting, getting the city or country or state wrong to right. their tour.
2: Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna add hundred cities, they said, to the end of the road tour, so the road goes on possibly forever. Yeah, you know, listen, it's a cash cow. Um, if they're lip syncing, they're probably not working that hard. And I say that facetiously. They work very hard. Mm. But but um, you know, it is people still wanna come so they're gonna they're gonna ride it out. And if it's, if it's a ten year farewell tour it's gonna be a ten year farewell tour. If it's got five more years, it's gonna be five more years. I mean, we joke so much about these farewell tours that aren't farewell tours. How many has the Who done? You know. I mean that's that's just the nat- the nature of rock and roll. Motley crew is back after their after what they swore up and down was their farewell tour. They
1: signed the contract. They signed a contract to actually have their heads taken off
2: (laughs) by Alice Cooper if they they reneged on this, uh, you know.
1: They they don't care. That's just what they do. Keep doing it if you want to do it. It's it's showbiz. If people want to come and see you and you want to go out on the road, do it as long as you like. It's
2: it's showbiz, you know. And then part of the theatricality is the faux farewell tour.
1: Now, if it gets to be uh, the one that comes to mind, and this may not be fair, is you talked about Kenny Rogers at the end of his his career. You said it's it's bad. He he really can't sing anymore.
2: If you're if you're at the point where you should be gone, you know, you should be gone
1: but i'll I'll say this I saw Bob Seeger twice when I thought it was going to be the last time both times and the last time I saw him, he was in much better voice than he yeah. was a year or two before
2: yeah you know he 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 spaced things out far enough that he he took care of him you know he took care of himself he took care of his voice so that he could he could present a credible uh show you know him I think is I think he is done you know never say never but every inkling I get is there, there's no consideration of, of any sort of return.
1: Well, Travis Barker is a younger man, but he uh, fell ill this week.
2: Yeah, he's on our, are you noticing a theme here with the medical uh, reports. Uh, so, yeah, Travis Barker, of course, who we know from Blink-182, but also a lot of great production work. Uh, he was in the hospital uh, suffering from uh, pancreatitis, and apparently this was triggered by a colonoscopy. So he was uh, he was rushed to the hospital, and uh, you know is resting comfortably at Cedars Sinai in Los Angeles. Not sure when he'll be uh, he'll be released or not. Courtney uh, Kardashian, I know you were concerned, is by his side and and taking good care of
1: him. Man, a lot of her boyfriends or husbands or whatever, she has to be by their side while they're recovering from whatever. Oh, Courtney, not uh, this isn't. No, Khloe. no, not Kim. Okay, not Kim or Chloe. Okay. You know, I think
2: this is this is, this is is Courtney's first.
1: It's not too much to ask, is it? Hey, can you be okay. by my side? If I have my oh, colonoscopy yourself. I, nice enough. R. Kelly's not going anywhere.
2: He's Well, he's going one place. Uh, you know, direct, go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Uh, R. Kelly sentenced to 30 years in prison after being con- uh, convicted. Actually, last September was the conviction on sex trafficking and racketeering charges. Uh, his... His attorneys say they 're going to appeal it. Good luck with that. you know he had to face the music in court. A number of his victims uh, made victim statements you know to him, uh, and he 's not done he's in august uh, he goes on trial again for possessing child sex abuse images. Uh, this was actually something that was uh, that was a qu- that he was put on trial for and acquitted of in two thousand and eighteen, but they were able to reenter the uh you know the charges in a different venue so so he will be going between court and jail you know but uh he he won't be he won't be going anywhere you know that he probably wants to for a long long
1: long time all right it wouldn't be a week in music news if somebody wasn't selling their publishing rights
2: nope this time it's steven stills who follows uh you know David Crosby in selling his publishing rights to the same guy to our buddy Irving Azoff and his icon- iconic artist group. Um, Stephen sold it lock, stock, and barrel. You know, basically all of his intellectual property. Uh, they call it a multifaceted partnership, which means he'll have some participation in it. And when he was talking about it, Stills was saying that yeah, he did. He did entertain a number of offers. Uh, for his intellectual property but that this was the one that gave him some say so and some contribute you know he'll be able to contribute to to what happens with it where he said some of the other ones were like being in jail and you were beholden to them and stuck stuck to what they wanted you to do
1: if you're an artist who's doing this selling your publishing rights and all that stuff um is Irving Azoff a place you feel safe selling them to like it's not going to wind up uh I don't even know what they would consider <laughs> a bad place for their music commercial yeah. probably I
2: think it I think you know in the case of somebody like Irving Azoff who is a you know you know as much as we talk about him being you know Don Henley and the Eagles Satan is a music guy at his heart so he has a good sense of his artists and a good sense of of what is credible and what isn't so it's as, it's as safe as any of the other places that you could sell it to
1: What happened to Charlie Daniels grave yeah
2: somebody apparently uh you know you think of all people right you know uh charlie you know Charlie Daniels the people would respect it, but down in uh Mount Julia, Tennessee, in the cemetery there somebody you know somebody defaced the grave a little bit, uh glued a spouse's military i d on the marble um wrote a little bit on it um they they stole some uh some of the dogwood saplings. That are near, you know, from the tree nearby the grave, as well as a watering bag.
0: He just passed uh, away recently, didn't he?
2: Uh he passed away. What? What was it? July 2020.
0: Okay. Uh, that's, well, that's, that's fairly. recently. Yeah.
2: So the yeah. So the cemetery's saying we're going to patrol a lot harder now, you know, and a lot more closely. You know, the whole cemetery. Do we know just, who did it? No, they uh, haven't caught it. Haven't caught anybody yet. So
1: I mean, that's yeah, it's uh, like Charlie Dan. You know, leave the guy alone. Yeah. Right, go drink by Jim Morrison's but, grave.
2: Exactly, you, they know. Let, you know, you can write some graffiti there. It's art. <laughs>
1: it's it's kind of welcomed. Exactly, it, it is. Uh, Britney Spears news this week. She's doing fine, right? It's just the others. She's, she's doing fine. It's just so
2: you know the the uh, police police in California, you know where she lives, and a and a court, a judge did find there's enough evidence to charge her ex-husband, her first ex-husband, Jason Alexander, with uh, felony stalking. You know, he, you'll remember, showed up the morning of of the wedding on her property, um, Instagrammed himself live, you know, cavorting around, defacing things a little bit, um, you know, vandalizing. So he was caught, you know, police were called out, he was caught, and now he's going to face felony charges for doing that.
1: Where you want to finish up this week, Gary? Uh,
2: I guess we should you note, know, and we, we spoke about it when it happened, but uh, Depeche Mode's Andy Fletcher uh,
1: passed away
2: on May 26th. Uh, they, the band did post a message uh, this week saying that they had had a celebration of his life with family and friends, but for the first time we know he died of an aortic dissection, and this is basically when something, something opened up inside his body and flooded it with, with blood. And uh, you know, which basically led to a heart attack. So you know, they, wow. they did say he passed naturally and without prolonged suffering. Um, it sounds bad to me. Yeah. But, but yeah, but he was he was one of the you know genuinely nice guys out there. So it's still still a
1: very sad thing.
0: We've, yeah. No kidding. That sounds awful. Everybody says
1: he knew his place with the band on keyboards. He did. He, he did not want to be the front guy? No. He wanted to and be he, the keyboard guy.
2: And he was very involved in other aspects of Depeche Mode besides the songwriting and performing. He was, he was instrumental in, in a lot of
1: the behind-the-scenes things. And this will only interest you if you're a lefty. Paul McCartney's got a guitar that's going up for yeah, auction, Yeah, he does. Right?
2: So this is the guitar that Les Paul gave to—it's a Les Paul you know, guitar from Gibson— that Les Paul gave as a gift to Paul McCartney in 1988. Um, it's going up for auction. There's no. The, McCartney's never taken it on the road. There are no pictures of him playing it live, and nobody knows if he's used it to record. But it's going to go up for, for auctions. It's actually up right now via Heritage Auctions, guitars and musical instruments, and it'll be up through July 17th. Uh, starting bids, $40,000. And, you know, this won't, this won't draw like a guitar that's really well known, but 40 grams, not bad. And, you know, by the end, by the end of it, you know, it may even get a hundred grams. Is
1: it autographed at least?
2: Not autographed
1: or anything. Oh, what am I going to do with this guitar
0: for 40000 You know, know, it it
2: will be (laughs) authenticated. So what you do is you frame it in some way. You put it on your wall with the authentication letter and you show your friends and visitors. I have a Paul McCartney
1: guitar. All right, Gary. Sounds like you'll be back next week with all your fingers anyway. I'm planning on it. You guys have a great holiday weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. And we'll talk to you next Friday. Sounds good. All right. Gary Graff, our music expert, shows up on Fridays.